Oh my God. AI, AI. She's like recording in progress. Don't be doing yeah, yeah. fuck shit. <laughs> yeah, she, she just jumped on my screen too. I'm like, what the frick? Dio. She was what like, frick? I'm on y'all niggas' neck. Man. All right, but go ahead and stop this music real quick. the magic think tank hey magic think tank hey but, but, but. now i get the gunfire hey bro let me ask you a question real quick i just got a quick question for you because you know how i be pondering things you know oh my god pondering man <laughs> you're pondering me <laughs> hey first of all don't, don't ever call me pondering man <laughs> no, don't disrespect me you better respect my third time oh my god respect my third time oh my goodness bro but Shit. you get out the shower clean right okay how your towel get dirty nigga <laughs> pondering man pondering man with nothing <laughs> I'm just asking a question because that's no different from you like washing the towel over and over again, right? Yeah. You, I mean, because it, it's just soap and water coming off your body. That's what you use to wash it. So how does that all of a sudden make the towel dirty after wiping off, you know, the cleanliness of the soap and water? I don't understand it. I don't get it. I think it's just accumulation. I think Usually you use the towel to dry yourself off at first, right? But mm -hmm. the accumulation of doing that shit, that water build, building up and it starts stinking. So water stinks just in general, you believe? This water you believe water is smelly. So why do we use yeah. water to shower? Got a certain smell to it, depending on what region you stay in. <laughs> <laughs> what that water in Oakland smell like? Let me tell you. Sometimes it was pretty. Sometimes it wasn't. Jeez, <laughs> man, I, I want to get on. Uh, so, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, thank you, thank you. We 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 always forget the introduction, but um, you know, we appreciate you you guys listening. We we see you we see your numbers creeping up. We see you listening. So, thank you for visiting us. Oh yeah. Um, this yeah, is the magic think tank. This is the magic think tank podcast. I am your co-host, Frank, a.k.a. Tank. Hey, and I'm Magic, a.k.a. Kamal. Mm, where can they find us, bro? Um, I, I would like to direct them to the pod page. Ooh, pod page. So no matter what your um, phone type is, if you have an iPhone or if you have a... Uh, Green bubble maker? A not iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't Green even like to maker. say the A <laughs> You like to say the A word. Uh, I think you have to, like, bro, when that green bubble pop up on my phone, I'm so disappointed. Yeah. You know, when, when somebody shoots me a text and, that green, and I don't know what happened to me because I used to be, you know, on Android and I'm like, it really doesn't care. Ooh. But after you get your first iPhone, you know, it's like, yeah. it's so easy. The interface is easier to use, even though the technology behind, um, you know, these phones are typically older. I just feel like these phones are safer. 
Yeah. You know, I, I feel like these phones aren't as... going to explode in, in your fucking ears. Yeah. Like that Galaxy <laughs> did that one time. These <laughs> niggas are fucking ticking. Bro, that was supposed to be the phone. Turns out that was just a brick of C4 and shit. <laughs> <laughs> they gave C4 in this bitch. <laughs> Let's experiment. <laughs> Like every time that green bubble pops up on my phone, a little alert goes <laughs> off and it says, poverty, poverty. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Lord value, huh? Hey, you know what it is, though? Nigga, we What's became that? iPhone bougie. Yeah, I think that, that's what it is. Yeah, Bruh, first, iPhone first bougie. world problems. Yeah, hey, first hey, world hey, problems. Air horns. <laughs> iPhone bougie. Woo! <laughs> Hey man, so I kind of want to kick this thing off, you know, since we're we're in the the middle of um, an NBA seat playoff right now. I, I kind of just wanted to go through the different series and kind of just start off with sports and talk about the different series and and you know, kind of what our expectations are. So, okay, um, you know, we'll we'll go off, uh, you know, we'll go down the series. So. Heat and Bucks, man, that is not looking too good for the Heat. The Heat went down 3-0 today, and they're getting those cheeks clapped. Amen. I mean, to to an extent, you know, that I've never seen cheeks be <laughs> clapped before. You know, this is one of the – I mean, everything they try is just not working. Um, everything that Milwaukee does seems to be golden. Mm-hmm. It is, it's an unheat like rally. So what, what, what do you think about that, that series? You know what I think about that series? Cancel Christmas in fucking Miami. The <laughs> fuck? Get them out of there. <laughs> Nigga, bring the brooms. I, I blame Jimmy Butler's hair for this, man. Oh, I can't blame the hair, bruh. Bruh, I, you cannot continue to wake up in the morning and rub coffee ground grounds and dirt in your hair every morning and expect to keep winning is eventually that buildup is going to keep you from moving you're less aerodynamic you jump slower you move slower oh my god we'll we'll blame the the uh 35 pounds of dirt and manure in (laughs) jimmy butler's hair Hey, Giannis is jamming on them niggas too, bro. Giannis is like, bro, we're not about to lose few more. No, Giannis is killing them, but it's not just him; it's everybody. Chris Middleton, Brett, Brett, uh, Forbes, uh, like every like people that you never heard of. Like it just, I think J Cole signed with the Bucks today and got a couple buckets. He got some buckets though. (laughs) Damn, J Cole. I think some. I think some fans got in the game. I think the towel boy got in the game. Was doing layups like whooping ass. Bro, it's not looking good, man. You know what uh, it was? Because last year in the bubble, there's no fucking crowd. This year, there's a crowd. It, it's the curse of Tyler Hero, man. Curse of Tyler Hero? Ever since he made that face last year True. in the finals, they yep. just been getting their ass beat in the postseason after that, bro. Whipped. So I don't know what – they have to get rid of Tyler. And, and the thing that, that really bothers me about that, that whole series is they could have had James Harden. If they, they were – if they were willing to give up Tyler Hero's part of that trade, James Harden would have been on the Heat, and they would have had a dynamic offensive player, a once in a generation player. I don't get why fans fall in love with these young players. You know, the Lakers 
um, you know, they didn't want to give, they were all upset. The fans were really upset about the, the trade after they got Anthony Davis. Yeah, they were. And I still see them posting things like, oh, you know, everybody that they drafted, you know, they could have still had Brand, Brandon Ingram. They could have still had Lonzo Ball, you know, Jordan Clarkson, um, you know, all, all, all those guys. And, and they're like, you know, we, we could have, but you guys won a fucking championship last year, dog. Yeah, isn't that why you play? Isn't that why you support your team? Because you want them to win a championship? Yeah. I mean, fans are fans. Exactly. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Just, yeah, casuals, man. Ca- the casual fan most of the time don't know what the fuck they talking about. They, 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 they don't know what they talking about at all. Man, you'd be like, bro, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> a once in a generation type talent like Anthony Davis, like a James Harden, you sell a, you mortgage the farm to get a player like that. For one, they're going to put butts in the seats, fill stands. They're going to sell jerseys. They're going to sell more concessions. Everything. Your team is automatically. Um, you know, going to be re-evaluated as, you know, a, a, a lot more of an expensive franchise at, at that point. Yep. So f- just from that standpoint alone, it's just a smart decision to make. Yeah, Fans should want the best players on their team. I understand having an allegiance to your guys, but at the same time, if you're a fan, you should want your team to win. The best players win games. I, I mean, that's just what it is, especially in today's basketball, you know, you need two superstars to win a championship. You do. You know, you need a bunch of good role players and fucking Tyler Hero is not going to hold up any trade in my mind that I would, you know, he wouldn't prevent me from trading up. Not a goddamn, he wouldn't be able to convince me not to trade my my remotes over it. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) he's not going to hold up shit over here, but. And they could have got James Harden, but play the video. Speaking of AD, all the Lakers in Phoenix. Lakers and Phoenix, bro. Oh my hey, goodness! So, so Lakers are as we're recording this on on a Thursday night, um, a Thursday evening. The Lakers are currently beating the brakes off the the Suns. Um, Lakers are 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 hurt, uh, but it looks like they're going to go up two one in the series, and it's looking real bleak for um for Phoenix. I, I really feel bad for Chris Paul, man. Man, nigga get hurt every fucking time. Every postseason, oh. man. Every postseason. Damn. You know, Houston, they win. They beat Golden State if he plays. You, would, We both they? know he was the – yes, they would have. They, they were now? up. They were up 3-1. You don't know as I'm talking about – I mean, 3-2, I'm Bias, sorry. They, they were up 3-2. <laughs> He missed those last two games. You know, being he was biased, man. I know. I know. I know. But, you know, they they had a good chance of winning. Yeah. They had to win one more game, and they couldn't get that done, right? Mm-hmm. Because Chris Paul wasn't on the floor. And then you look back when he was with the Clippers, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he kept getting injured in the postseason there. You know, they they had a, a, a very good chance at knocking off Golden State as well. Yeah. And they yeah. couldn't get over the hump because Chris Paul was injured. The only time he didn't get injured in the in the postseason um, last year was last year, and they shouldn't even have been there. Let's be honest yeah. about it. That shit, wow. You know, and he should have got MVP off that alone. Getting that team, you know, and they were a game a shot away from beating Houston last year. Yeah, you know, so I mean. You got to give it up for Chris Paul. He's a great player, a generational talent, uh, you know, a Hall of Famer. But, you know, he's just made a paper in the postseason, man, and it's unfortunate. Flimsy, bro. Like, fuck. 
Speaking of flimsy too, bro, like AD, he's like getting banged up and injured and shit, bro. Like, he like hyperextended his knee. Yeah, playing through it right now, but it's like, bro. So, so as, as I watch, you know, as I'm talking about the game, like, so you have LeBron with the ankle, you have AD with the ankle and like little knee tweak that he had today. You know, I saw off. KCP went out with a quad injury. Dennis Schroeder had a little ankle tweak too. It's like, bro, like the playoffs are, are just such, you have to be healthy to win in the playoffs, you know? Yeah. And everybody is balance, battling in close quarters in the playoff in the paint. There's going to be a lot more ankle and foot and leg injuries in the postseason. That's just what happens. You know, everybody's at full tilt, man. You know, yep. they're trying to get their numbers up. Um, Celtics in Brooklyn. <laughs> get him out of there. Sweep it up, Boston. Bruh. Boston fake beans. <laughs> Flight the Boston. So They'll be on it. <laughs> so they are they're on 2-0 and they beating the just beating the dog shit out of uh the Celtics. Don't even look like they should be in the playoffs. I mean, they they limped into the playoff. You know, fortunately enough for them, you know, Tatum had a 50-point effort, you know, to be fucking injured. Beat my Wizards. Um, you know, to go into the postseason. Well, yeah, Jalen Brown got injured. Um, I thought Tatum you know. got injured. No, no, no. Well, he got poked in the eye last game, um, like towards the end of the game, but it was already, already out of hand. It, it wouldn't have made a difference anyways, oh. you know. Um, but what do you think about uh, Kyrie saying that he just hopes that, you know, he goes back and nobody calls him a nigga? Like as far as the, the, the white fan base, they don't call him the N-word during the game. They call wait a minute, Boston fans called him the so, so, so that's what he was saying. He was he was saying that he that he hopes when he goes back that they just keep it basketball and they don't start doing that racist shit that they normally do, basically. I mean, it is Boston. I mean, but... doesn't surprise anybody. You know, and I I got I see all these talking heads on TV like talking about this shit, and they're like, Oh, uh, you know, I think Kyrie's trying to just, you know, cover his ass and blah, 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 just in case he goes in and, you know, he's trying to set the table for the game in case he has a bad game or whatever. It's like, bruh, everybody that goes to, and, I, and, and, and Kendrick Perkins is on TV saying that he's never experienced anything like that. And he doesn't, doesn't think that that happens basically. Yeah. But there've been so many people, you know, with the Patriots, they, they say the Patriots fans are racist, you know, the, with, with the Celtics, with the Red Sox, like every, every one of their teams, you know, people are saying this and for people to come on and kind of in defense of that, to me, is completely fucking ridiculous. These people need to get their heads out their asses. If anything, you know, it was, maybe it wasn't the best time to bring it up. Who knows? Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm just more like, like, well, let's just wait and see if it happens. Because <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I mean, like, it might happen, but now you're asking for it. Yeah. Now they know you get it. See, he did. He's the same one that got all offended when Schroeder called him a nigga. Yo, all right, bro. My <laughs> speaking of Schroeder in that moment, me and my roommate was talking earlier. And then mm-hmm. it was like, yo, Schroeder, Schroeder's uh, German. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's the black Hitler. And I'm like, what? And he was like, that's why Kyrie got mad when he called him the N-word. 
Think about it. <laughs> well, no, that's why I, I, I already thought about that initially. I'm like, oh, it's because he's German. He has his little German accent. Yeah. You know? Because Girl. I doubt if Shoot is the first person, like I said, to say, like, call him a nigga during the game. He gets called a nigga a bunch of times. And he just got offended by him because of that accent, why he was saying it. It just brings you back to World War fucking two. <laughs> right? You feel like you're in the trenches of World War two. And, you know, there's a grenade, you know, <laughs> you're, you're in a dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that's probably what went through his mind. But I mean, to me, it's like, bro, you got to understand that you it, it's going to happen, man. You got to have thick skin that you get paid a ton of money. And I'm not saying just accept the racism at all. Um, but when it's coming from a Dennis Schroeder, shut the fuck up, man. And just just who, bro? Yeah. Because, you know, there's no malintent behind that. He's not actually <laughs> fucking Adolf Hitler. No. Nah. You know what I mean? He's 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 not a Nazi. He's just a <laughs> black guy. I'm sure he had a hard time being in Germany as a black person anyway. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness. Um, what do you think about the fucking Mavs putting it on the clips right now? <laughs> you mean Luca putting it on the clips? Bruh. Cause he the one balling <laughs> out. He is like, oh y'all want us? Oh, welcome to the dark side. Come here. So, so what? What, uh, here. Magic, what Magic is referring to? The Clippers actually tanked. They lost their last two games, so they wouldn't have to face the Los Angeles Lakers. Tank, hold on. They get the big poo for that. How are you going to fucking tank? <laughs> what? So you tank to get a team that you you beat last year. You beat them with uh, a hobbled um, Luka Doncic and no Kristaps Porzingis because he got hurt. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So it was a one-man show last year. And you beat him, so you figure you could do it again this year. Which leads me to this, man. Look, when are we gonna start putting the onus on fucking Kawhi Leonard? Everybody's pointing fingers at everybody else but Kawhi, bro. You gotta guard the best player on the other team. You can't accept those fucking screening switches. Patrick Beverly is too small. Luka Doncic looked into his eyes, into his souls, into the bowels of his fucking body, and told him, "You cannot guard me." I think he said he's fucking say, small. Yeah, you're too fucking small. Small. He you know what I'm saying? And he's <laughs> Slovenian. So the fact that he was able to reach into his body to pull that shit out in English, to me, is 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 even more of an insult to, to Patrick Beverly, whose only reason why he's in the NBA is the fact that he plays defense. That's it. Man. So he's effectively ending Patrick Beverly's reign and career and shit talking and everything else that he has. Everything else that he has goes out the window. If you're not out there playing defense, get the fuck off the floor. Yo. Why is Rondo not in at the end of the game? I don't know. To be honest, I ain't really been watching that series. You pay Luke Kennard $20 million to come over. Why is he not in the game? Why is he not playing? See, these are the things that don't make sense to me. Ty Lue, Get your head out your ass. You're a shit coach right now, man. Damn. Pooh everybody, everybody blamed Doc Rivers when he left. No, it's not Doc Rivers. It's not pandemic P as everybody like to call it. Yeah. If, if LeBron James is on that team, the blame is on LeBron. True. Plain and simple. Everybody blames LeBron for losing those, those uh, championships against those stacked Warriors teams when he didn't have it. You know? Nah, I don't know. You cut out. Like, I, 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 I said, every, my bad. Everybody else blame, if LeBron, everybody blames LeBron James mm-hmm. 
for losing those playoffs against the Warriors. Mm -hmm. He wasn't good enough is what people say. Then why is Kawhi Leonard getting a pass for going down 2-0 in this series, losing last year as well, not meeting his responsibilities to get this team over the hump? Is it is it do you think it's because of the Luca magic though? Like is it's more of a we're trying to hype this person up instead of knock this person down. Cause you know how the your name is Kawhi Leonard. First of all, you should be playing just, fucking defense on Luca. No, 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 no. I get I, I know, I know. Like I know what you're saying. Your name is Kawhi Leonard. So the, the the very first thing I'm gonna look at is you're Kawhi. You're not gonna get all those calls that that he was getting on uh you know Patrick Beverly. Yeah. You're, he's not getting all those calls on you because you're Kawhi. They're going to let you play a little bit more aggressive okay. defensively because that's that's your calling card. That's one thing that you're known for is being a great defender. Yeah. So you have to take the onus on yourself to say, nah, he's not going off. But I think he just don't want to get embarrassed. Ooh. I think okay. he just don't want to guard him. I think he's scared to guard him because he doesn't want his whole card pulled, basically. Damn. His whole car pulled. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna make the adjustments though. Oh, well, that's what they said they were gonna do last game. Lou was like, "Hey, we gonna, um, you know, everybody's gonna get what they wanted, basically, kind of, with the assumption that saying that he's gonna be guarding Luca." But every single weak ass screen that they set, they switch automatically. Why are they switching everything? It's dumb. The best defender on the team or one of the best players in the world needs to take the onus and, and say, all right, fuck this. I'm going to lock him down or at least try. If you hooping at the gym, dog, and somebody's killing, don't you switch on them? Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense to me, man. Philosophies have to change. Something got to change. Over but on the other end, ain't Luca. It don't matter. If, if it was Luca, would you? If Luca was at the gym and he was cooking, whoever was guarding him, would you try to switch on him? Depending on how he cooking. <laughs> oh my god, bro! I know you, and I know you. I know you just fucking being funny right now because I know you. I know your competitive. <laughs> I know you, and I know you would want to switch and play defense. Is he is he cooking like this? <laughs> Slow cook, I mean, or is it fast cook? I don't know. However, they cook in, in Slovenia, nigga. That's how. That's how he's cooking. Nigga, hell yeah, I'm switching over an open flame in in a fucking uh, barrel, a metal barrel. That's how he's cooking. Yeah, nah, <laughs> fuck that. I'm switching though. But hey, man, Clippers gonna clip. <laughs> yeah, they getting their ass clipped off right now. Um, Knicks Hawks. Uh, oh, what an exciting fucking matchup! This is the series I've been watching. Yeah, tie one one. You know, I love Trey Young out there talking his shit, bro. But that really crowd do. talking shit back though. I love the crowd though. I'm like, yo, they are the most hype crowd out of all the playoffs, bro. The most bro. hype. I mean, it's New York, man. They've been waiting for a while for this, man. Man, they've been waiting to get. You know, it, it, like I said, basketball is better when LA, you know, Boston and and New York are great teams. The the NBA is just a better place. It, it makes more money. It generates more interest. So I love to see it, man. I love and people like, oh, you know, oh fucking uh Trey Young talking shit. Uh he needs to shut up and play. But shut your ass up. That's what the garden's about. Yeah, man. And you they know what said, I'm saying? no, hold on, hold on, hold on. It was four two, and the crowd was saying, 
fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. I was like, I look, I was like, it's only four two. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Wow. Trey's doing what he's supposed to do, man. If you get a game winner, you you tell everybody shut the fuck up. You got the right to do that. Yep. System. That's it. Shut up. Everybody shut up. Spike Lee, take your ass home, do the right thing. Shut up. <laughs> do the right thing, Spike Lee. Uh, yeah, then, home, but that second game, no, they got off, though. The crowd was rocking. They yeah. were like, Trey Young, Balding, all that shit, bro. That, yeah, man. Man. I can't this, wait to game three. I wonder how I know. It's exciting. I, I didn't think I would be this excited for a 4-5 matchup in the East. Yeah, bro. Who you know ball? what I mean? But it's, it's something good to see. I think the Hawks are going to pull that one out um, probably in, in, in six or seven. I want the Knicks to do it just because of the crowd. I want to hear what the crowd got to say about the next opponents. Yeah, oh, my but, God. I mean, look, I, it's great for basketball. I don't have an allegiance to eat either one of those teams. Me neither. It's electrifying. Yeah, like so I, I, I just want to see good games. I want to see shit talking. I want to see fans getting into it. I love it. Yeah, man. You know what Except I'm saying? Except for what I don't want to see is fans doing a dumb shit of Russell Westbrook. Yeah, so let's, so let's get to that series. So we yeah. getting our ass whooped right now. My my Wizards putting up a uh, the first game we put up a valiant effort and we lost. The second game we just got our ass spanked. Joined. Put up a stinker. Coach Scott Brooks should not be Coach Scott Brooks. He should be uh, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? That's what he should be doing. <laughs> Pootie Brooks is it Pootie Brooks? <laughs> The man does not know how to make any offensive or defensive adjustments. That's his job as a coach. He doesn't motivate his players to play defense. He doesn't do anything that's important and critical for us to win. He just relies on the triple doubles of Westbrook and at 30 to 35 points of uh, Bradley Bill. He's a non-adjustable nigga. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Non-adjustable. Yeah. He's, he's not, he's, yeah, he's no stretch Armstrong. He's, he's not adjustable at all. You know what I'm saying? He's oh he's a G.I. Joe, one of them old-ass plastic G.I. Joes where you can only move just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> just at the elbows and knees. That's the only place he moves. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he can't make any adjustments. So, But, yeah, I mean, I understand. Look, the game was already over. Y'all beat us by 20, and you want to dump popcorn on, on the star player's head? Why? Fuck wrong with these motherfuckers? Why do that? And, see, the thing that I loved is Russell Westbrook was ready to go. And, and he turned, he, he was, was like, like, come on, Cletus, come on. No, he, the, the, the thing is the, the nigga that begs and pleads, and he, he, he said, please let me go, please, please. He was like begging him, like, please. See, at that point, it should just be okay and perfectly legal for an NBA player to beat the shit out of whoever's in the stands. And ass stomping, just, nah, just, nah, elbow. Well, not only that. Not only that series, even in the, the New York series, somebody spit on Trey Young from the crowd. Oh, no, that's ridiculous. So that's what I'm saying, bro. We motherfuckers, man. We I, go through all this whole pandemic and shit. I told you. I told you. What? I told you. What you tell me? Because of the pandemic, I was afraid that when shit start opening up and people in big crowds yeah. and shit, they're going to try to do too much. Mm-hmm. They're going to overcompensate of they lame asses staying in the fucking crib mm-hmm. and not having nothing else to fucking do, bro. Mm-hmm. They overcompensating. That's yeah. what's happening. Spitting on a fucking player, dumping popcorn on a player head. We yeah. ain't seen no goofy shit like that in years. Yeah, the yeah. last time we saw that was was in Utah. Mm-hmm. And speaking, that's the fans that need that Utah banner that I sent you. 
Oh, yes. So t- t- uh, tell them about what you sent me. Oh, my God. I sent this motherfucker Frank, bro. I sent it. It was talking about how, like, fans need to not use offensive language. Don't use offensive gestures. They're talking. They're, it's a, a fan code of conduct. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. It's on my goddamn phone. Let me. A fan me code of conduct, which I believe is complete bullshit. Just don't say nothing racist. Everything else is on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> you know it, what bro. I'm saying? You know what it was? It's fucking. Uh, it's because uh, it's, it's Utah, bro. That's the only thing I could think of. It's because it's Utah. I can't find the shit. Damn it. Basically, it was a fucking fan code of con- conduct, conduct, and they were just like, bro, don't be cursing. Uh, so what it says is fan oh, code. Of, yeah, it says fan code of conduct. So no disrupt, disruptive behavior, no obscene language or gestures, fighting, throwing objects, or attempting to enter the court or interrupt play. Spectators engaging in such behavior are subject to ejection, ban, and possible arrest. I thought you were about to say possible murder. I thought they was gonna be sniping niggas. And Utah, wow. come on, man. All they gonna do is, you know, take you to church and, and pray with you or something like that. Utah, they, they, That's, they hey, that makes the most sense why I would be a sniper then. Because it'd be like the most like, oh, I can't believe it would happen here of all places. I'd be like, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of, man. So so we were we never we never talked about um, you know, I, the Grizzlies since we're we're kind of in the Grizzlies Utah series okay. right now. Yeah, we never talked about how the the Grizzlies, you know, won that game against the Warriors. So I I obviously wanted the Warriors to win. Oh. You know that playing game, you know, versus the Grizz. You know, however, Jaw was fucking came into his own man. You know, he was amazing in, in that game, and he was able to overcome. But uh, Nigelations three chapter twenty four <laughs> says. Uh, don't pass the ball to a nigga named Draymond when a game is on the line. Oh my God. Yo, bruh. Hey, bruh, that's my team, bruh. That's my guy, but. Your boy was wide open and airballed a floater to win the game, dog. Just, I just dunked that bitch because he would have got fouled. Bruh was all out of position trying to block that. He, that shit going to haunt him, bro. That shit's going to haunt him for the offseason. Watch. I guarantee next season he's going to be so much more aggressive. He probably going to dunk on a couple of niggas. Watch nah. next season. He, he ain't dunking on nobody. Draymond ain't dunking nobody since four years ago. Stop it, man. <laughs> For that, but hey, man, the, the Grizzlies, bro, they're exciting, bro. Yeah, they're they're Watch a good team. Man. Too, they're, man. they're they're a fun team. Dylan Brooks, bro. Dylan like, Brooks he's, killing he's the dog, bro. I just like I just like Canadian the Canadian bacon. He's yeah, sizzling out there. <laughs> Canadian bacon. <laughs> Sizzle on them, young man. So I, I thought that uh, the Canadians were supposed to be apologizing for everything and shit like that. Like, I didn't think that they would be out there talking shit. Well, maybe he is, but maybe he said, oh, sorry, at the end of it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you dog shit, sorry. <laughs> you want to know something? No, you Canadian motherfuckers talk shit. Haven't you seen Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, I've seen Trailer Park Boys, but I think they say sorry after the show cuts off every time. Yeah, but they talk mad <laughs> shit though. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised Dylan Brooks is talking shit though. But he getting buckets, bro. They they okay. The reason why they lost the last game is because the Utah Jazz went on flame mode from the three. Yeah, yeah. that was the only difference. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but yo, the, they got Jazz have been the best three point shooting team all year, man. Like that's how they've been that three. 
You know, so, I mean, I think that this is going to be a unique year where the defense is just going to be that much more important. Yep. You know, like in other years, it's kind of like even and similar. But the teams that are really separating themselves this year are the the teams that that just do it well on defense. You know, like your Philadelphia's, they do it well on defense. You know, you have the Lakers, they do it well on defense. Um, You know, Utah does it well on defense. Like these are the teams that are winning. There's no... There, I love teams that play on both sides of the basketball, but there's no way I'm ever going to pull for Utah to win at anything. Uh, uh, a vote for Utah to win a game is a vote for white supremacy, and I'm not doing it. <laughs> you can't say a vote for Utah is voting for white supremacy. So I don't I, think that's allowed. <laughs> so I got to say, Neneno, my Danny. I do want the Grizzlies to win because they're more – exciting team to kind of watch but mm-hmm. Gobert was blocking motherfucking shit though bro that shit that yeah. one I had on John Morant mm-hmm. wow incredible yeah but then John came back you know tried to bang on him and Rudy kind of moved out the way just let him dunk that one so yeah. he's gonna keep coming that's what I like to see man look I just want to see people hooping man I just want to see you playing hard not being scared being aggressive man and whatever happens happens yeah you man. know um, I don't buy into the oh, you know, he just wasn't ready. Would they always say that shit? When if you lose a series, they say you weren't ready if you were young. Yeah, these, these young boys out here, they ready, bro. Yeah, they're ready. They might not win, but they're ready to win. Yep, they are. They're, they're a defensive piece away from winning. Mm-hmm. One defensive interior big man away from winning. Exactly. So, so yeah, they're ready, and I think I think that's. Uh, is that all of them? Yeah, I think I went through pretty much uh, every series, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did, man. So, look, man, this this uh, postseason has already been, like, really exciting to me, at least. Um, you know, I, I, I've enjoyed every game that I've watched. I mean, with the exception of blowouts. Oh, oh, the, the last series we didn't talk about is a game that's happening right now, Denver and Portland. Oh, so, yeah. So What's I, going on with that? So right now Denver's up 106 to 96, 230 left in the game. Oh so it looks like Portland Portland's probably going to lose another game. And I say Portland's going to oh, well, Dame just hit a three. But anyway, <laughs> as usual. But I always pull for Dame, dog. Like yeah, he's me too. I, he's one of the last real niggas. Like he's just a real nigga. He's a, just a, a a solid dude. And those those are the, the the people I like, man. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Who's gonna gonna stick to their words, stick to what they say you know, and always keep it a buck and they got a, a certain set of values that they're going to behold. Got a chip on their shoulder and yeah. wherever they're from, bro. He's from Oakland. From the town. That's so, how yeah. he is, man. There are some clean things that come from dirty places, so we've oh. already talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, relax. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean... Didn't Denver kind of do the uh, tanking thing too or something like that? They're trying no. to play Portland? No, nah, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't take it all. Uh, okay. they, they played it out. They played oh, it. They the played last out. game. The last game. Uh, they had. They sat players last. But that that's common. You know what I mean? People. They already had the seat locked in. It wouldn't matter if they won or lost. Okay. So you know they sat players. I mean that's what happens at the end of the year. You yeah. know it didn't become a big deal until the Clippers did it this year, and, and they they did it specifically to avoid the Lakers. I mean, they they're the one that ones that put it on the map. So I, I think I think that this series, uh, I think there was just going to win. Uh, I, I I don't see a way I, that 
Portland can win because they they don't play any defense in the interior. No defense, bro. God damn. Like so, all offense. They have yeah. better. They're a better Kings team. Yeah. Like yeah, basically. Yeah, that's all they is a better Sacramento Kings team, man. Like great offense, mm-hmm. but can't fucking play defense. Just like my Wizards, dog. Great offense, can't play defense, can't stop stop shit. Damn. You know what I mean? Great backcourts, but can't stop a goddamn thing. Um, so, but yeah, I'm always going to pull for the solid dudes. So, so big up today, man. Keep being solid. I'm pulling for you, bro. I hope you win, but y'all probably going to catch that L. So, let's go, man. Be like that sometimes. But speaking of solid like dudes that. and not Ooh. solid dudes, so I kind of want to get into real quick the Joe Button podcast, man, because we were kind of talking about it earlier. The Joe Button podcast. Um, so, just to get into it, guys, the, the musician turned mouthpiece of the Joe Button podcast is at the center of a social media shade storm after alleged audio of him firing former friends and co-host Rory Farrell and Jamil Mall Clay leaked online Wednesday. Like, so this was a few weeks ago. So he said, from this point forward, you're fired. You're not welcome back. That's how he said it. That, to me, that's how Joe Button sounds in my head. Yeah. So Button 40 allegedly spat at his ex-podcast partner during a since-deleted episode that fans claimed aired this this week, which was last week. Y'all take that fucking dark energy, that arrogance, and that entitlement somewhere else. Right? So that's what he told him. So this all stems from you know, uh, Joe had gotten into a beef with, with Rory and Maul. Yeah. And um, so they were kind of looking at things and kind of weighing their options. And so when they came back to the show, Joe found out that they did these things, that they were wearing their options and looking at other possibilities of things that they can do. And he fired them for that. But the whole shit is Joe's always preaching, believing in yourself, always looking at other options, always knowing your value, always knowing your worth. And then when people do that under his umbrella, he fucking fires them and throws dirt on their names. He's a a raging narcissist, in my opinion. Yeah. He sullies everything that he gets his fucking hands on. So you you go back to his, his own rap career. Fuck that up, right? Then he gets in Slaughterhouse. Fucks that up. He has that uh, fucking love and hip hop show. Fucks that up. Gets the podcast. Fucks that up. What's wrong with your boy, man? At what point? So, so I guess my question to you is because we were talking about it earlier, and I said I, I can't. I, I haven't really been fucking listening to the show anymore. Yeah, I can't really listen to him. I can't support somebody like that. I liken him to Donald Trump, like a narcissist. Yeah, like, I, I can't. I can't support. So at what level, what, what, like, at what level would you stop your support of Joe Budden? If the, if the sexual allegations are true. So what, what exactly, I don't, I don't even know much about these allegations. I know I saw that I was reading earlier, said he apologized to somebody for some sexual misconduct allegations. Yeah, was- I don't know exactly what happened. So what happened? It was like sexual misconduct on one of the episodes. They took the episodes down, but I guess he like what he said something foul and then he like air humped her or something like that. And so like that's why she uh quit the show. And like, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, bro. 
So who was she? Was she the? Uh, what, is this the original chick that was with them on the show? Like when uh, they first aired the show, the first few episodes. Yeah, to see the see the thing is uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. She was the uh, one of the original three. Mm-hmm. She was funny as fuck too. She was mad funny, man. So to me, that's not outside of the realm of a narcissistic person, though. They only look at themselves and things that, you know, increase their own personal value, things that advance them, things that make them look good. These are the things they like. And they'll they'll speak like, you know, they care about other people and shit like that. But when it comes down to it, they don't give a fuck about nobody but themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Burr got valuable information, though, bro. So. I mean, he does have some valuable information, but I'm sure people figure Trump has valuable information too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's bullshit. In between the lines. Yeah, so so that's what that's what I'm saying. See, to me, man, I just if I if I understand that's why they say never get too close to like your heroes, right? Yeah. Because you start to realize they're a normal person and realize their fallacies, and most of the more times than not you're not going to like the person that you meet in seats. Yeah. They're never going to meet the expectations of the person that you've built and and constructed in your own skull, basically. So whenever we get kind of a peek behind that curtain. Yeah. And we see shit like this, you know, obviously when him and Maul were talking and he was like, Hey, I think you just owe me, as a friend, I think you owe me the respect and courtesy, you know, to be cordial. Joe looked him in the eye and like, I don't owe you shit. And they've been friends for 15, 16, 20 years. Yeah. I, I can't fuck with somebody like that, man. And every time I look, the reason why I can't do this is every time I look at him, I just see that person. And it's like, I just want to smack the shit out of somebody that's like that. <laughs> But I know niggas, that's a, he, it's not going to change him though because he's been literally smacked on camera in the fucking face before. You know what I'm saying? And it hasn't changed him. He's just going to continue to be that person. Yeah. You know? So er, when we were talking, you were saying about a term that he used and you wanted me to watch. I didn't get a chance to do that because it's like a three and a half hour episode. I didn't have time today. But so what were, what you say you wanted Gotta to watch it, bro. The gig is the gig. Okay. So what was he saying with the gig is the gig? Basically, saying the, the gig is the gig. Like, uh, he was saying, because, like, you know, Charlemagne is throwing shit on his name or whatever. And, like, you know, he had Charlemagne in the crib, in his crib, the pod and all that shit. And, like, um, Ish and Ice was like, why do you have him there? Like, you, you don't fuck with him. Duh, duh. And he's like, the gig is the gig. Sometimes you got to fucking work with people that you don't particularly care about or really like. Yeah, that, that's anywhere, bro. If you're working at McDonald's, you're working next to a nigga you don't like. You know what I'm saying? You're working next to somebody you probably smack in a in a face in, in a in a regular public setting, right? And they were there, it was like kind of spinning off like it was like, uh, oh, it seems like you just do anything for money. And it was also like, yeah, but you don't necessarily have to do that because the status you at right now, mm-hmm. like yeah. Oh, great. It's creating content. You have to mingle in with these other no, you content don't. creators to no, you don't. tap into their audience. Him him and Charlemagne are, are neck and neck right now as far as the not public when eyes. They were, not when he had them on the pod and they were kind of 
That was like two years ago. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were talking about recently. I thought this Not was something that, that recently uh, happened. That's what the last time they, they it was before that Spotify deal. Or that. Okay. Sometimes okay. you gotta do. Okay. Yeah, no, you do. You do. It's like you do. I've been creating content, and I'm like, oh, it makes sense. It's like, yeah, some people. That's that's the conversation. Like, I've had that conversation with you too. Yeah. You gotta, you know, sometimes you gotta fuck with people you you don't really fuck with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you, you know, the gig is the gig. I, I completely agree with that. You're going to work anywhere you work. Every person you, you know, work with, you're not going to get along with them. Yeah. There's one person at work you fucking hate. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you wash cars, you cut dog hair. You know what I'm saying? You work for a, a, a company that distributes, um, fucking, you know, lubricants, Whatever you do, yeah. you're gonna work next to a person or around a person you can't fucking stand. You're gonna look at their face, and every day you look at their face, you're gonna get a little bit more sick to your stomach when you look <laughs> at these ugly motherfuckers. For real. <laughs> now, but I think it's all they're also saying, like, because Charlemagne publicly like dish Joe Budden before, and it's like mm-hmm. before they start linking up for the pod shit. Yeah. It was like, yo, the gig is the gig, bro. It's like he was like, yo, I'll die for this content shit. And this is like, was like, bro, you have to Joe Button. When he says that, he will die for the platform. He's not dying for the content shit. He's dying for people to see and hear him because he thinks he's important and he needs to be seen and heard. He's kind of important to the podcast world, though. Some may say that I'm in the podcast world. He's not very important to me. I enjoyed the content while I was there. But at the end of the day, you there's a certain set of rules and codes we live by. Me, like you and I, we form this podcast. This is our platform. Yeah, this but- is us. I would never do anything to you, and you know that. I would never turn my back on you. I will always support you in everything you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because these are the codes that I live by, and I know that you respect these things about me, and you wouldn't do some snake shit to me. Yeah, but we gotta don't look at the person; look at what he brought to the platform to podcasting. He had so much value. He had hella valuable information, and he really took that shit to the next level when it comes to black podcasting. Like Bill Cosby took I, took black comedy to the next level. Yeah, and he did his his bullshit. But it's exactly, like, and ain't nobody fucking with Bill Cosby no more because that shit came out. Yeah, but the type just, of person that he really was. You can't say he was pivotal in, in the comedy world, though. In the, he was uh, very pivotal in the comedy world. And I'm not yeah, saying that Joe Button's not pivotal in a pod world. He's important for that. He's grown that section. Yeah. He's grown the potting section as making something that people look at and, and, and really want to listen to and really consume. He has grown that. But R. Kelly made great music. He was great yeah. for the culture. Great for R&B. He was, yeah. But the nigga's a nasty man, and I don't fuck with him no more. We don't got to fuck with him, but we got to recognize you know what I'm, saying? Fucking, I'm not supporting did. any music. If he came out with an, a new album, even though I know what he's done in the past, how important he was to the culture, I'm not going to support him strictly off of that because I know what kind of person he really is and what kind of dirty shit he really does. Yeah, but I'm not saying us supporting I'm saying we have to recognize where they stand within whatever platform that they're doing. 
podcasting music. Yeah, I'm not taking like I said, I'm not taking that away from him. He's very That's- important to the potting space. Yeah. He was. But the growth is already there. I don't really necessarily think that he's very important still today in it because there's a lot of other people that you can listen to now, which means you listen to a lot of people that give out that similar type of information. So he's, he's served his purpose as far as elevating podcasting as a legitimate media outlet. He's done that for me. He's done that for people. However, at this point, if he goes bye-bye to me, he goes bye-bye, whatever. I mean, I, I don't really have any allegiance to him, you know, as uh, you know, a pocket. And it just sucks because I was a fan of his music, always was a fan of his music, you know. But w- when I see snakes moving, how they move, I I I just can't. I can't do it with them, bro. Yeah. I just can't, man. <laughs> nah, fuck it. Still listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> valuable information yeah man throw your trump your trump flag up too bro hey i listen to trump too that nigga have valuable information too and niggas i hey don't think i forgot man niggas out there when i told them like yo donald trump might win niggas laughed me out the fucking building yeah they were like oh you fucking kidding me oh the, okay nigga what happened motherfucking one see i'm like a prophet in this bitch sometimes bro i be knowing the fucking future or knowing the outcomes and shit you also told me that um, um, the Warriors are going to make the playoffs this year, and you know, that didn't pan out. So yeah, we didn't make the playoffs because the play-in, <laughs> shit. technically, and that was is that the second year they did the play-in shit? That's no, the first year of the play-in. Well, I guess you. Could, I think they did, they did it last year, in but the they bubble, only. But they yeah, they like did it in the bubble. Even, yeah. Yeah, they so did they it because play-in. of the shortened season last year. So, but I like it. I, I like the whole thing. I think it's sticking around, man. I think it's going to go into the future. Yeah, that shit's pretty dope. Um, pretty solid. So, wait a minute. Wait San a Jose. The uh, the so yeah, three semi-automatic handguns and thirty-two high-capacity magazines were found at the site of Wednesday's mass shooting, where nine people died in San Jose, California. Officials said Thursday the suspect the suspect was found dead with two semi-automatic handguns and 11 magazine with ammunitions nearby, authorities said. So this leads me to good old Dave Chappelle, right? Yeah. When Dave Chappelle was on on uh, Saturday Night Live and he was like, I'm glad the pandemic is here because it kept white people from shooting a bunch of motherfuckers up, basically. Yeah. Right? And it turns out he was right, because since shit started opening back up, there's a mass shooting every other fucking day. Yeah. So what is it what, what is it going to take for us to have some kind of reform, man? Like, what do you think? There ain't going to be no reform. And I'm going to tell you right now, the reason why that this is happening is because crowds are getting back together. Mm-hmm. So now a motherfucker has a target. When there was no crowd, well, yeah. he had that 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 mass shooting had no no targets. But now there's crowds, and when it comes to guns, that is white people's power. Yeah, ain't trying to reform none of that shit. That's one no hands, thing. niggas got no hands. <laughs> that's the that's about, let's that's the that's the solution. We need to open up fucking free gyms to teach white people how to fight. 
it's called UFC gyms. Yeah, we need to make it free for white people. Then. They need to be able to, uh, like, white males, not white people, white males over the age of uh, 25. Yeah. Get in for free and let that aggression out. Because if they don't know how to fight, they're going to automatically resort to weapons and kill as many random ass people as possible. This motherfucker was, went to a, a transit station and started letting off at people. Bro. That, you know what I'm that, saying? That'd be what they be feeling like is they only power is the yeah. gun. Right? The bare arms. I'm I'm pro, I'm protecting myself. I feel yeah. I feel naked out here if I don't got my gun. That's how they be uh looking at it. It comes down to white male fragility. Yeah. Fragile as In hell. Most of these cases. Fragile right? as a motherfucker, yeah. So I mean you can say what you want about typecasting, you know, black people to be the ones that do crimes and things like that. But when it comes to mass shootings, yeah, that's a white people thing. The only fucking white males do mass shootings. I haven't seen not not a black person. And they typically live to tell about it. Now this guy killed himself. He popped himself. But typically, yeah, they'll they live. Walk, they usually walk out with like a sandwich in their hand, bag of chips. I mean, they Pops. took the, yeah, I'm bro. Asking questions like, "Yo, bro, how'd you do it?" So, like, bro, like, hey, uh, before we take you in, you want some booty or something? Like, we can swing by, pick up a couple, couple street things for you, <laughs> <laughs> so you can get your rocks off before you go to jail. Couple tramperuskis. <laughs> tramperuskis. Ooh. But, yeah. bro, I'm tired of seeing this fucking shit, bro. Every time I turn my TV on, every single fucking other day, there's a mass shooting. Somebody's lost their shit and started shooting a bunch of people up. They got to lock them guns away, man. There's no reason to have them guns. I understand the right hey, to bear arms. But back then, when the right to bear arms came, like, when they wrote that shit, motherfuckers were shooting muskets back then, bro. Yeah, but what if it's, what if you think the other way around, though? What if what? everybody had a gun? Would that mass shooter think twice about shit then? No. If, they, if the master was like, "Yo, these niggas might be packing," no, they might bust back. You don't, you don't it's, think they would think twice? It's an open carry state in Texas, and they just recently had a mass shooting down there. Did, did anybody else have a gun on them? No, nobody, nobody had. Nobody bust back. No, that that narrative. The, what, the, the good guy going. The good guy with a gun narrative. There's never a good guy with a gun. It never, almost never happens. Most people don't want guns. Like they don't, they just don't want them. They they don't like to have them around them. They're not comfortable with the guns. So the majority of people still, regardless, aren't gonna carry guns. Even if you give them a gun, like say, here, you have to carry a gun around with you. They're gonna fucking leave the gun at home or give the gun away to somebody. Yeah, but if you give them fucking information on how to use the gun and shit like that and change the, the whole narrative about the shit, I think more motherfuckers. You want to give more idiots weapons. Hey, they got to learn. Fuck it. You want to give more idiots weapons and you think that's going to be positive. More stupid learn, people, more people that have nothing to lose, you know, who don't necessarily even have the means or the know-how to get weapons now. But now you're going to put guns in their hands. They're not you're going to you're gonna have more kids shooting each other because their parents are going to have guns. There's a this is a, a, a this is a, just a nasty spiral that you're going to be in if you start doing stuff like that. Right now, they're they're giving the guns away for free, though. 
Like you said, what? You're not giving the guns away for free. These niggas still gotta go through fucking certain licenses and shit like that to get. The they in a bunch of states right now. They're so, passing laws when you don't. You literally don't have to go through anything. You can just go walk in and buy a gun. They do no checks from you. They give you the gun right away. There's no waiting period. No nothing. They're so passing it, those laws right now. So is it concealed or like open, like in those states. It doesn't matter. Concealed or unconcealed, I mean, it doesn't matter. If it's unconcealed and a nigga see you got the fucking gun on your hip, you think the mass shooter ain't gonna think twice? No, he'll just I shoot him they, first. I, I think they will. He'll just shoot him first. Why not just go to a preschool and set a gun on the table for toddlers to play with? Should try that out. What do you think's gonna happen? <laughs> a bunch no. of toddlers are gonna die. That's exactly what will happen if you just let it be a free. I don't want. I, I honestly, I like. I want, don't want to live want, in a. I want my black people to have, uh, have guns. Shit, right? The bare arms. We need to have more information on that to get them and use them. Uh, I'm not saying that people okay. should have more information if the information's out there. However, there there's no reason to walk around with an assault rifle. There's really no reason. So people should be able to have the information to get weapons. If they want them, but there's no reason why AK-47 in an urban area needs to happen. You're not using that weapon to hunt because it's not effective for that. There's no accuracy with those type of weapons. So you're not using it. There's only one reason why those weapons were created, and that's to shoot a bunch of people as quickly as possible. That's it. That's the only reason why those weapons exist. They made them for wartime. Yeah. This is not a fucking war, bro. That there needs to be laws. You can have a gun. First of all, a gun should you know should only discharge just me, you know, shots and rounds per second or per minute. <laughs> um, you know, handguns are illegal, you know, maybe decrease uh you know clip size. There something has to be done because what's happening right now is not working. Well, it ain't been it ain't ain't been working. But guns, so we have guns is big money. And white white people is not gonna reform guns. White well, people ain't reforming that I shit. I mean, they've done that in Maybe. other in Australia. They've done it, and they they haven't had a mass shooting since. Yeah, but has years. Australia, it's been years since they've had a mass shooting. Australia known for white people having guns to conquer shit. Yeah, that's how they got over there with the Aborigines. <laughs> they they colonized that place. They killed all the indigenous people, and they took over. So, so why, yes. So why they're not so attached to their guns compared to Americans? Because we're a lot dumber. The American, the, the white males here are a lot dumber than the ones over there, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that one, bro. I, I, I really wish I, I, I knew the answer to that question. People are just in love with guns here. And like you said, I think it just goes back to the fight motherfuckers can't, it goes back to the fact that motherfuckers can't fight. So that's what they lean on. You know what I'm saying? They can't fight. Gonna make them feel powerful. Yeah, man, it, it brings them. It brings them back to you know the whole the whole tough guys, you know, spirit. They can be tough when it because because they know that they can always lean on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, tough nigga with a gun. Yeah, Everybody that, tough with a gun. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's not, it's not, I I I go back to um, you know Friday, you know John Witherspoon. Like say it, you know, it, it takes a real man to 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 fight, and it, you know, it doesn't take anybody to pull a trigger. Yeah. What about niggas with knives though? 
Hey, those should be complete. Like you should literally be able to like go and sign up to have a night fight with somebody. Like that's how these disputes should be settled that way. Like you sign the mutual combat thing, like we were talking about with Stephen A. Smith and Kwame Brown last week. Yeah. Mutual mutual combat night fights should be legal and it should be on TV. Yo, that's barbaric. <laughs> be like the that, UFC, bro. Like gladiators. Fuck though. God damn. <laughs> knife fight. Knife that's right, bro. Yeah, put it on, on ESPN. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking knife fight. But yeah, bro, that shit wild. Like niggas having knives though is like, nigga. To have a gun, everybody tough. But to have a knife, it's like, this nigga kind of tough. Yeah. He knows, does he know yeah. how to build it? Like exactly. Is he is, what? Like it throws it, it throws. You still off. need a certain level of skill with that knife because you can have a knife and be a sucker and just get your ass beat still. You get your ass beat even more. Yeah, because you had a knife. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> your ass get beat even more because you brought out the fucking knife. <laughs> so it's like I don't know. It's a double edged sword. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the puns coming left and right from young Funny man. puns, bro. <laughs> Yo, bro. But like I said, bro, there is going to be no fucking reforms when it comes to gun laws. And to niggas go to all the niggas go out and buy guns. That's it. That's For the solution. Real. Every black person that's able and and a, you know able and willing needs to go out and buy an AK forty seven. And they, if they start lining up to go get them weapons, laws is going to change. They're going to change, yeah. Immediately. Man. That's the only way. That's the only way because they want to take shit away from us and they'll cut off their, their nose to spite their own faces. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the only way to get to get the guns away from the Tiki Torch Whites. The Tiki Torch. <laughs> the Torch Tiki's. <laughs> Man. Gotta get him away. So what you got for me? You got you got something for me? Yeah, bro. Do I now? Got some things. All right, bruh. So in Forbes, bruh. <sighs> RIP. They yo, they fucked up on the heading. All right. RIP Internet Explorer. No, they, they didn't fuck up. I'm fucking up reading this shit. <laughs> RIP <laughs> Internet Explorer and other small business tech news. Wow. So Internet Explorer is going the fuck away. What? What you mean what? Nobody uses Internet Explorer. Oh, come on, man. That's Get the that old internet. Bro, don't act nah. like you don't know the feeling that you had when you sat down at your fucking 56K modem computer and went to go log into Internet Explorer to yes. hop on AOL and hop on AIM. Don't act like you didn't have that feeling of nostalgia right now. We're not even talking about the fact that Internet Explorer wasn't going to be in existence anymore. Come on, bro. That breaks Fuck my heart. Internet Explorer. Get in the fuck out of here. That <laughs> slow ass shit. I don't want to see that shit. I never use it ever. Well, we got apples, bro. There. That's why. We got Safari. We got apples. It's better security and stuff like that. But for you motherfucking regular laptop users and Android motherfuckers, they should, you know, they should be still fucking using Internet Explorer. Man, I hope... I blame the patriarchy no, Firefox. Thing. They can use fucking Firefox. Yeah, Mozilla, all of those, oh, yeah. Yeah, bro. Internet Explorer is fucking done. Yeah, oh, man. that's sad, though, man. That's not... That's devastating, man. That's like... A de- the death of my my youth right there. 
Yeah, man. Hold on. Let me read some of this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Microsoft is officially in its support for Internet Explorer in 2022. Damn. 2022 is the date. Damn, they know they death before. Damn, that's mm-hmm. crazy. All right. Microsoft announced this week that it will be ending support for Internet Explorer in June 2022. According to Chris Hall at Egg Engadget. Mm-hmm. The move on, yeah, Engadget. The move won't affect the Windows 10 long-term service in the channel, which is used for devices that stay the same over time, such as MRI machines and air traffic control systems, blah blah blah, and other shit. Niggas, these niggas are just done in 2022. They say get the fuck out of here with this shit. The fact that the uh, MRI machine is connected to Internet Explorer is a little troubling to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's medical shit. They don't give a fuck about that shit. Get it out of here. Care about our medical systems? Don't you like, know bro, you, you going to hook the, some of the most important machinery to the most archaic of Internet connecting systems? Like, to me, that's a failure of society right there, just in Girl. general. Motherfuckers is going to burn and die at this point. You know it's how it is, all support of Internet Explorer systems, which means to me it should tie in with that as well. But I mean, I mean, I, I guess it's time to go. You know, everybody has to retire at some time, so bye bye. We just gotta hang a a, a a rafter in Staples Center or something like that. Hang a rafter. I mean, hang, hang a flag in a rafters of Staples Center with the with the that E with the circle logo going or something. Hit him with the hit him with the <laughs> goodbye. Get the fuck out of here. That's all that shit. Mad slow and had mad virus. So you, you have no feelings about Internet Explorer. No, Internet Explorer, explore your ass out of here. Thanks. Now we have the internet. The internet is ours. We're the captain now. Fuck out of here, explore. Fuck, man. <laughs> you, you're exploring now. See. The, the the problem with Internet Explorer is that too many people were using the internet to explore their own bodies, and they <laughs> and they and they got viruses from Internet Explorer. So, they got actual real viruses. They got the sexual viruses and computer viruses from that shit. Damn, yo, so, you got your computer got gonorrhea. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you. That's got why it. I get hella hot when you when you touch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You touch the shit, shit, man. How you like, fuck, bro? That's definitely so. RIP though. RIP to, to Internet Explorer, man. I, I know Kamal doesn't doesn't share my sense of nostalgia when it comes to Internet Explorer, man. But you know, we had some good days, man. You know, good old days. Logging oh. into my, you know, logging into my MySpace page from Internet Explorer. Internet Explorer. You know, oh. logging into Black Black Planet from Internet Explorer. Black Planet, Internet Explorer. <laughs> oh, Internet Explorer. <laughs> Dallas, we will miss you. Oh. <laughs> RIP Internet Explorer, man. And, and, you know, I blame Melinda Gates for this shit. Melinda Gates. Melinda motherfucking Gates. Or do we blame Bill Gates? Oh, Melinda. Oh, bro. <laughs> hey, the feminists gonna hate that. They gonna be like, oh, hell no, nah, you ain't blaming my sister Melinda Gates. Are you fucking serious? Bill Gates out there cheating like a motherfucker, going back to his old side work. Amen. Yeah, man. yeah I blame hey. Melinda though too. <laughs> bro, we're misogynists. 
Domestic. Wow. <laughs> Yo, Domestic next to it sound like a band in the 80s. The Everything, any, any two-syllable word sounds like an 80s band, bro. <laughs> we the misogynistics. <laughs> yeah. We ain't gonna let you speak. Your opinion don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> Misogyny. Misogyny. <laughs> oh my gosh. What uh, else you got for me, young man? Oh man. All right, bro. Another art. Oh, no, we're going to switch it up. We're going to switch it up. The Daily Mail, bro. I know you hear about Matt Gates, right? You know who that is? Yeah. A little pervy man. Yeah, a little young, young Floridian pervert. Yeah. Ooh, the pretty perv. And yeah. it says, man, in the Daily Mail, one of 15 women. Matt Gates paid for sex with was an escort and Instagram model who led a cocaine-fueled party at the 2019 GOP fundraiser and was paid $17,500 from taxpayers' money to be a social media expert but did nothing? Oh, my God, the blasphemy. Good Lord. I blame her. Damn. <laughs> To blame her, <laughs> blame her quickly. God damn, what? bro! You got seventeen point five k to do whatever you was gonna be doing anyway. Shut up, bro. Take the seventeen point five and get the fuck out of here, bro. For real, bro. <laughs> like, like I said last time, we were talking about Bill Gates. Does it surprise you that you know a man with a lot of money is spending it on females on scandalous things? It doesn't surprise me. Does it surprise me that somebody in their, you know, 30s is doing cocaine? Damn. No. Not Matt not. Gates. Oh, not Matt Gates. I'm telling you, half the motherfuckers in Congress is coked out of their mind most of the time. I'm telling you that right now. Bro, if you look at Matt Gates' picture, it, it like, if cocaine had a fucking symbol, an avatar, an avatar, would be Matt Gates. <laughs> look how this nigga look. He look like. Matt Gates the cocaine avatar. I love it. Man, for real. <laughs> See, I was thinking it would be more like Donald Trump Jr. No, like he Gates, looks dude. like the cocaine avatar to me. Bro, Matt Gates, bro. Matt Gates is like 70% of the motherfucking frat boys at San Diego State, bro. This nigga. Reel me up one. Reel me up another. All those, all those 20-some, like those kids, those, you know, people kids that grow with money, they all they they go into drugs. They go into cocaine and stuff like that. I mean, that's just like a natural progression. That's a graduation. Damn. They start smoking weed when they're eight or nine years old, and by the time they're 16, they're cokeheads. Yo, speaking of motherfuckers smoking weed while they were young, so a couple weeks ago, I was at that little beach party thing, and uh-huh. this chick, bruh, like, we were talking, and I was just like, you know, I was smoking my joint or whatever, and we were smoking, and she was like, and she said it like it was a badge of honor. Yeah. I started smoking weed when I was nine. Yeah. See? They looked at each other like, should we be concerned? Yeah. Like, what the fuck going on? She was like, I was like, you were nine when you started smoking weed? She was like, yeah. You know? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, bitch, I was fucking like 16 when I started smoking weed. You're nine years old. Holy Real. shit. Wow. And these are the motherfuckers that's raising people. Yeah. That's the thing that bothers me because, you know, 
Like, like I said, they, they they'll understand it. They'll let their nine year old at that point get away with shit like that because it's like, oh, if you want to smoke weed, smoke weed in the house with me. You know, at nine years old, you tell a nine year old that. Yeah, no, you got it. It don't surprise me though. I mean, it's it's you know the Olympus is falling, man. You know what I'm saying? Like society is crashing. You know, when it comes to the, the, that family dynamic and and that that close, um, you know, bond and you know. People are just leaning on on drugs and shit heavily now, man. I was just like, bro, you started at nine. Like, what fucking what fucking trauma were you going through, my nigga? What the yeah. fuck? At yeah. nine, like I've been through some some shit before the age of nine. Mm-hmm. Me too. Didn't even think of that shit, bro. No, nah, man, wasn't an option. Wow, bro. How old was she? She was like 23, 24. Sure, she was born in like 97, 98, or something like that. Yeah, man. She's a 2000s baby, man. They grew up with a whole different set of rules and a whole different level of access to shit that we we didn't have at a young age. Man. You know, when we was kids, we was, you know, taking a paper bag and putting fucking leaves, you know, tearing a piece off of the paper bag and putting leaves and rolling it up and act like you were smoking like a cigar or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's bullshitting. <laughs> fucking bullshitters trying to smoke that shit. That shit fuck your lungs up. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, this is how it is, huh? I hear my I hear my cousins coughing like this. <laughs> you swear to you swear to God you high off of them maple leaves you fucking smoke. Yeah, bro, I'm hella high right now. Nigga, nothing happened, bro. The fuck you high off nothing, bro. You a fucking poser. Well, man. But I mean, like I said, it's the level of access, right? Because who knows? I mean, maybe when we were younger, if we actually had access to it, then we would have done the real thing instead of just, you know, doing the bullshit we were doing at the time. Who knows? But, you know, now, I mean, with everything being legal and what at that point when she was nine, it was in the early 2000s. It wasn't even legal. Hold on, bro. We had access to getting weed at a young age. You may have had it. I didn't have access to that shit. I, I did. Yeah, so I mean, you was on the West Coast, like a, a lot more shit was moving out here. I was on the East Coast. True, true, Bill. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, we I didn't have that. At least I didn't know anybody around me that had that shit. You know, so niggas was moving with a whole different. You know, that's when I grew up in DC doing the crack ep- epidemic, dog. That's what was in the streets, and I damn sure wasn't about to try that shit. Hell no, that. Damn. I don't even know what makes motherfuckers want to try shit like that. Like, hmm, like crack. Yeah, he's doing crystal meth. That seems like a good idea. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bro, these niggas be fucking partying and turning up, and they want to reach the next level, and they're like... Or sometimes I hear it be like, it might be work-related, though. They be feeling like they're underperforming, and they hear about this shit makes you perform at a high level. And then they be fucking be like, let me try that, and Okay, that's that's the thing for cocaine. I mean, cocaine it like used to be, like the, you know, all the doctors and scientists they would do it all the time. It would help them stay up and help them think quickly, and they felt like it, you know, made them more dialed in with their brains and their thought process and shit like that. Yeah, but I've never seen anything positive come from somebody doing crystal meth or smoking crack. Never seen it. Nah, the side effects are harsh, bro. So that's to people having too much faith in themselves. Teeth. Like that's a side effect. You lose your teeth without the dentist. What God the fuck? <laughs> bro. Fucking teeth dentist. in your mouth like pop rocks and shit. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Your gums rot away inside out. Your gums turn inside out as a side effect of meth and crack. 
holy shit. Mm-hmm. Niggas, niggas, please don't do this. But I know, sign me up. How would I get this product? I don't understand that psyche, bro. In the great words of Mr. Garrison from South Park. Yeah. Kids don't do drugs, okay? <laughs> Where the fuck is a card? Do I, I don't have a card, man. I need a card, man. God damn it. Fucking up. Wait a minute. Let me read just one little paragraph of this fucking thing. Though. Yeah. Scandal hit Congressman Matt Gates snorted cocaine and had sex with an escort who was paid taxpayers' money for a separate role that involved no work, a new report claims? Oh, my God. If you think that this is the first time taxpayers have paid for a congressman or somebody like that to get some pussy, you you are living under a fucking rock or living in Utah. You feel me? <laughs> and they do it out in Utah too. They do, but you might be a little bit more, you know, apt to believe that everybody in the world is good if you live in Utah. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But for yeah. us that live in the realm of reality, you got to realize that all these guys are fucking pervs, like pervs, man. Democrat, Republican, don't matter. Pervert. Is that a prerequisite to be in the politics? Did you got to no. be a perv? I mean, you might have to. I hope you know, not, because I let like somebody politics. play with you. You might have to let somebody play with your booty hole to get in. I don't oh, know. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> Prerequisite is booty hole play to become yeah, bro. politics. <laughs> Fuck that. Nah, it ain't though. I like politics. I was in youth and government back in high school and shit. Liking and understanding. I did not know that about you, but but liking and understanding politics is one thing. So the 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 as the abstract appearance of politics and understanding of social norms and society and the moving forward of a culture and a nation, that is something that's very positive to look at. Yeah. But the people that are engaged, that often engage in politics are shitty human beings on both sides of the aisle. It doesn't matter. Right wing, left wing, same bird. Don't matter. And that bird stinks. Stink. It's toxic. <laughs> that bird got fleas. Nigga. It's a- <laughs> What sounds like a toxic bird? Uh, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a pigeon. Ugh. Oh yeah, it's a pigeon. Oh. That's the most stank ass oh. bird that you could think of. <laughs> oh, democracy is the fucking pigeon. Pigeon, yeah. It's not an eagle. They lied to us. They fucking lied. The school lied. Democracy. Fucking pigeon. <laughs> I have a pigeon on that bitch. The, the idea of democracy is great and it's honorable, but the practice and practicality of democracy, for the most part, is dog shit and is filled with a bunch of shitty people trying to line their own pockets in a capitalist society. Yeah, so bro. That's that's just it. Just is what it is, man. That's that's the world we live in now, man. Fucking pigeon, bro. Yeah, the, the pigeon, the pigeon place. That's what we have right place. here. Yeah. Wow, bro. America mascot. Is a pigeon. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Change that eagle to a pigeon immediately. Oh my God, bruh. Damn. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Pigeonholed. Yeah, <laughs> we've all been hoodwinked. We've been pigeonholed. Yeah. We've bro. been led astray. Fuck, bro. <laughs> I'm fucking well, man.
Fuck Matt Gay- Gators, man. Well, like it don't surprise me. I mean, Matt Gates is a piece of shit. Everybody already knows he's a piece of shit, and you know the fact that he does things like that. What doesn't surprise me even a little bit? But you can be anything that you you know you want, regardless of if you're a piece of shit or not. And I can prove this. So I was reading the San Diego oh, Union. I was reading the San Diego Union Tribune that the, the the title of the article is. From, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You was reading the San Diego Tribune? Every now and then, you know, I dabble. I remember I, remember I said I read that. And you were like, who the hell reads the San Diego Tribune? I mean, you you inspired <laughs> me to read a local paper. Yeah, inspirational. Yeah. yeah so, so I'm like, yeah, we're in San Diego. Even though we aren't native San Diegans, it'd be good to know some things going on around locally. And if, to be able to, to kind of speak intelligently about, you know, current events locally. Right. Oh yeah. So, What's going on? So from prison to college. So convicted bank robber graduate with masters in criminal justice from SDSU. Nice. So taking the stage for the second time in two years is Laura Murray, once an ex-convict, now a criminal justice scholar. I'm really excited about my future. <laughs> said Murray. That's exactly how she sounds in my head. Murray, fifty-eight, received a master's in criminal justice and criminology from San Diego State University. Um, the school has opened up to me in a whole new world. San Diego State has supported me from beginning into the end of Project Rebound. So Project Rebound is a program that helps students transition out of prison into higher education. Nice. Uh, it's through this program that the Mur- that Murray received two bachelor's degrees in just two years. So, um, you know, t- to me, Project Double Rebound, major? It's, it's, a, it's a lady. It's a lady here. That, but yeah, she, she went, came out of jail and became. Yeah, so oh. she, okay, she got out of jail. Yeah, and she. horns for her. Yeah, so kudos to her. Yeah, give get a hand clap <laughs> to her. Okay. So yeah, so I mean that's absolutely outstanding. Project Rebound, you get the thumbs up and hand claps. That's freaking awesome. Who the fuck about yeah. to hire her though? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, ma'am. Okay, so I'm reading this, uh, your application for this job, and I see you have, uh, two, <laughs> you know, two criminal justice uh, degrees and flip over and, uh, oh, wow. Um, so it looks like we've already given a job out to somebody else. They hit, they hit you with a nice fucking congratulations. <laughs> like a, a, a congratulations, you didn't get the job email. Trust me, I'm plenty of old shits. It looked like you got the job. Nope. She's going to have to practice her own practice, bro, because she's not going to get hired anywhere because I didn't hear anything about any internships, bro. No, no. I, and I it's going to be hard as fuck for her to get her foot in the door. What race is she? Uh, she's white. Man, thank goodness she white. Like, yeah. that's going to help her out a little bit. You feel me? Yeah. But it's still going to be a struggle, though. Jeez. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I really don't see a, a case and scenario. I mean, I could see if it was a non-violent crime, but armed robbery, bank robbing. Wow. Like, come on, fam. What what inspired her to do the bank robbing? Uh, she watch a movie like Set It Off? Yeah. No, nah, nah, she probably <laughs> watched, like, I don't know, Bonnie and Clyde or some shit. She wasn't watching Set It Off. Bonnie she, and Clyde. Yeah, okay. she, was, she was much too uh, pale. To watch set it off. Spell <laughs> in the face. Yeah. Yeah. No, she ain't watching no set it off. Did she try to turn on set it off? It just automatically turns the channel. 
Yeah, pause. This is too much for me. We can't relate. We can't relate. Bank robbers. Bank robbers. You can't relate. Get Mm-mm. the fuck out of here. Mm-mm, this isn't relatable to me. Oh, bro. That's oh, yeah, cool. man. That, that's what I was thinking about when I read that. I'm like, bro, she going through all of this. She got a whole fucking ass article, and she's still about to be working as a greeter at Walmart. Uh, <laughs> I hope not, bro. I hope not. No, I hope she's successful, bro. Like, I hope she fucking, she's going to have to fucking, it's going to be hard trying to get her foot in the door. I mean, it's going to be hard. Like, like you said, she has the complexion for protection. So, um, you know, yeah, she, she's she, still a fucking woman. Yeah, that's true, fucking, too. That's true, too. She's a woman with a criminal record. Mm-hmm. You know, these white boys going to be scared of fucking, oh, my God, criminal record. Oh my God. Yeah. And she's a fucking woman. Oh, God. Yeah, so how that's gonna be, bruh. Yeah, I, I can see it, man. I'm not disagreeing with you at all, you know, in the slightest means that you know, I, mean, she, I always, always hope for you said San Diego Tribune, right? Yeah, she went to oh. San Diego State, she got a degree at San Diego State. Oh man, wait a minute. What hey, I would like for her to come on the fucking show. I don't know. I mean, we could reach out, see what happens. We should reach out to her. Yeah, she'll be an interesting person to have on the show. Yeah, Laura Murray, man, we can do it. I, I we can reach out, man. I, I I'm gonna actually write that down right now. I'm sure we can find her on some socials or some shit like that. Something, fuck. Yeah, I, I commend what she's doing, man. But goddamn, that yeah, drink will be hard. <laughs> I wonder what's her plan. Hmm. Um, probably, nice plan. Hmm. probably not to go back to jail. I would assume. <laughs> do not rob any more banks. That's probably like her yeah. biggest plan. <laughs> If she go back to jail for robbing banks, she get hired at a bank, and she end up robbing the shit, <laughs> nigga. She she does all of this fucking hard work getting her fucking criminal justice degree and everything, <laughs> just as a like a ploy to go in and get a job at the bank. She works very hard, work works her way all the way up to bank manager and just fucking robs yeah. the place blind. Uh huh. Goes back to prison. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but San Diego State got a great criminal justice uh fucking uh department though, bro. No, they do. It's one of the best in the country, yeah. Yeah, man, but just how the way shit is now, bro, is just like I know that role is gonna be tough. Well, to me, I mean, I, I think that there should be uh a statute of limitations on that shit being on your record. Like I think that after like 10 years, if you you know, serve your debt to society, you know, and proving that, you know, you are a good person, you're not in, involved in any of that shit anymore. That shit should just be washed away off your record. Just like it happens for juveniles. I think it should be sealed away and just go away. Like these people are just trying to live honorable lives at this point, right? Yeah, They've already got, served their debt. Go ahead. You got, you, you got stupid motherfuckers that think once a criminal, always a criminal. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why they should just take it away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, so they people don't even know that you know that you did things because there's people that you walk by and are around every day that fucking murder people. You just have no idea. Wait a minute, okay, this will help me out because she did armed robbery, right? Mm-hmm. Does it have the weapon of choice that she used? No, it doesn't really go into any information about the actual robbery itself. Because there's a difference of her having a handgun and her having an AK-47. Well, I don't, it, it didn't talk about anybody. She wouldn't be out and about if she went in there shooting motherfuckers. 
Nah, but not even shooting. Like she could just wield the weapon and still no. robbery, right? Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't like I said, it really doesn't um she come in there with a fucking shotgun. Can't, can't, can't. She said, like, uh, I'm offering no excuse. My home was foreclosed during that time in 2007 through 2010. And I lacked coping skills and I ended up going on a bank robbing spree. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's, wait a minute. She said she lacked coping skills, so she went on a bank robbing spree. Yeah. It's like a nigga saying they lack coping skills. I thought he was about to say she started going on a drinking binge that led her to nah. a bank robbery nah, spree because she's her <laughs> life was spiraling out of control. No, nah, that's what she, she went straight to the bank robbing. Like, you know what? She getting weird around here. Where the straps at? Where they at? No, we got to go to Bank of show, America, bro. bro. We got to go to- get her on the show because that's a that's a mind fuck right there. Because it's like, because like us as black men, right? Mm-hmm. We go through a lot of trials and tribulations that every come, day that go to shit like this. Like, how for what she what she say? Her house was uh closing for foreclosed on, yeah, foreclosed. Her shit was foreclosing. Nigga, I know a bunch of motherfuckers that had their fucking mm-hmm. house foreclosed around that fucking time. Yeah. yeah they didn't it was, think about it. It was a recession. No bank robbing at all. Well, a normal person doesn't think about these things. Well, I'm not going to say that. I mean, I, I, I mean, everybody's like, you know, kind of like thought about like, I mean, if you could mastermind something like that, right? Like if you'd be able to get away with, with going to rob a bank and then, you know, never having to work again. Yeah, but it's more, my thing is like, it's not the thinking about it or planning. It's the it. actual facilitating of it, yeah. No, it's the, it's the, it's your coping mechanism. Yeah. It's like some niggas coping mechanism is to play basketball. That's mine. Or to smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Or to read a book. Hers was straight to fucking bankrupt. Yeah. Straight to Grand, yeah, Grand, Grand Theft Auto ass. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's not auto, is you rob banks of Grand Theft Auto, you get the fucking drip. It's like, wow, mm-hmm. like I don't know. That's just, but it's just, it's just. I mean, if you go on the spree, that means she probably got away with it a couple times, you know, and that grows your confidence, and you know, and then. You don't get away with it one time. <laughs> Bro, what if her first try, she fucking failed? <laughs> well, I mean, it happens all the time. Motherfuckers rob bank and go to jail their first try all the time. That's... I don't even understand why motherfuckers still robbing banks, bro. Like, I, I imagine being in the fucking Wild West with a fucking <laughs> cotton bag going in. Put, every, put everything in the bag. Yeah, yeah. Big robber fucking... The mask around your face. Ninja turtle ass <laughs> fucking mask thing. Zorro ass mask. You go in there and you like got the fucking money bag as the bag with the money symbol on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Give me fucking everything. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. Charlie Come on. Fucking Come on, man. Bag. Take that watch off too. I see the watch. Take it off. Put yeah. it in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where my mind goes when I think about it. So to me, like, that's just so such an old way to do shit to go fucking actually rob a bank. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> but it was 0708 though. Yeah, that wasn't that long ago, bro. Still a while ago. We 2021. She said between 2007 and 2010. Yeah. So that that whole 
whole time. She was like, fuck it, I'm just going to rob banks. She she couldn't get a job at, at McDonald's or some shit like that. She just had to go rob a bank. She couldn't do Uber driver or fucking get a paper route. She had to go rob banks. But hey, you know, I'm sure the money was a lot faster. Man, it just cost I just, you a little bit of time at that point. It, I just, I just more like she used that as a coping mechanism. It's just like, damn, what people use to cope with shit is like. Yeah, she's okay. only saying that because that's what her psychologist told her when she was in prison. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but still, wow, that's still psychologist wild. talk right there. I don't know, man. I was shit. Your coping mechanism. Hmm, interesting. You can literally say that about any action that you ever do. Just call it your coping mechanism. You could just say that. And will I get away with it? No, she didn't get away with it. She went to jail. But you could still use that as an excuse. Oh, my coping mechanism was to go and shoot a bunch of people at the fucking MTS oh. station. My coping mechanism was to, you know, rape fish. <laughs> Whatever the hell she, else you want to do. Is she still in jail right now? No, she's out. She graduated her degree. She's out. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like yeah. after the fact, she's still saying it was her coping mechanism. Yeah, because that's, that's what, what I'm saying. I'm because like, I'm sure she went to some kind of psychologist when she was in prison, and that's what they told her. Oh, you use that as a coping mechanism. And she was like, oh, yeah, it was a coping mechanism, wasn't it? And you just believe that. I think it's just the way people react. Different people react different ways to different shit. Some people go, you know, off the, the deep end and some people just be like, fuck it, I guess I got to work two jobs. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but still though, the coping mechanism is interesting. I don't know. Oh, but just because she said those words? You yeah, believe? That I don't, no, no, no. I don't say I believe her, but it's not, it's also, it's not that I don't believe her. It's like, I would have to, that's why, man, she'd be cool on the show, bro. Damn. Because I have questions. You feel me? I have questions yeah. for that. Because coping mechanism, we use basketball as a coping mechanism. Uh-huh. And we've been through shit. And it's yeah. like, we use it as a coping mechanism. Some people use That's why I call bullshit on that. Video games. Video games are a great prime example of what, you know what I mean? We use her as a coping mechanism. So, I mean, it could be bullshit. Could not. I call bullshit on that. Bullshitters. We have one eight hundred bullshit. One eight hundred bullshit. <laughs> Yo. Oh man. What's up, oh man? man. You got anything else for me? Uh. Uh. How long have we been on here? We've been on here for a while. A long time. Yeah, it's been yeah, a while. Bro, we gonna we gonna we gonna hold off on that though. I do got something I want to slap, though, bro. All right, yeah. What are we getting into this bro, week? Bro, hey, man, you saw all dancing earlier. Bro, I was dancing to Debbie Deb. You feel me? <laughs> Funky little beat. 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 Uh. Yeah, who is this? Debbie Deb. Y'all remember this shit, bro? I do, but people are listening to this. Maybe they want to go find a song. What song is this? A funky little beat. Uh, uh. Hey. This childhood shit, bro. Back in the town. Wow, 94.9. 106. What year was this? came out in um 
This is why the, the Bay Area is just an entirely different place. It, it's just to break off from the United States as being its own independent country. Hell yeah, you see how it be gigging? You be out there gigging and anything. On this lap. Uh, uh, this shit was on the radio, bro. Like, that's you know, hip-hop. Yeah, it's hip-hop. It, it's, it's hip-hop and R&B. I'm like, they say it's dance, though. They said it was what? Dance. Hey, I'll be wanting to hear this shit like, oh, I'll be wanting to show a party and play my own shit, like, you do that one day, bro. That's like, oh, a party I have to play this night. Uh, uh, or, not a party. Or a comedy store. Something wrong, man. You know what I mean? Uh, uh. So you could go in and fucking pop lock? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to slap this one day. Make it, hey, hey. <laughs> you going to be that guy, huh? So they can come up to you and say, hey, bro, did you request this song? No. I'm going to be the one that throw the part. I can keep people in a fucking room. And I'm kind of happy with laser lights. Like, the great thing is back into the 80s. But I mean, like, 90s, like this. The party's still going on. Let me know how that goes. All my friends. You about to be ready to go. Oh, shit. You turn around. <laughs> Necessarily, I don't. I, it sounds familiar, but I don't necessarily. Now get air horns, mate. Breath, breath. Niggas on my remix to this shit too. Well, yeah, they 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 remix every song. Every new song you hear came from. I've learned that from the TikToks. Yeah, <laughs> TikToks. They they uh, there's always there's a bunch of people that just you know show you where every their original where every song came from originally. Yep. That's how hip hop was birthed, though, right? I mean, at the beginning it was just DJs scratching and they would play like old records and they would loop beats. Everything is recycled in hip hop. Rap. 
Yeah, for real though. Everything is a cycle in hip hop. So, so ladies and gentlemen, I want, to I want to tell you that we appreciate y'all, man. This has been episode 007 of the Magic Think Tank podcast. Um, I am Frank, aka Tank. Hey, I'm Magic, aka Kamal. Hey, I gotta let them know where they can find us, though, man. Yeah, let's do it. You know, for the potters out there, bro, you can find us here. Google Podcast, SoundCloud. Now we have Pod Page. Bam! All y'all do is type in the Magic Think Tank, and we pop up. Boom! Click on our latest episode or any of the previous episodes, man. We're just going to continue to grow, continue to get better, and. Again, we want to thank each and every one of you for, for taking the time out to listen to us. I do want to leave y'all with this, though. It's a quote. A lie doesn't become truth. Wrong doesn't become right. And evil doesn't become good just because it's accepted by a majority. That was said by Rick Warren. All right? So know that. Stick with yourself. Love yourself. Love the people around you, man. And uh, continue to support us, man. Spread the news. Yes, sir. Peace out, y'all. Peace.